0: Just kind of realized that our recording room is actually really spookily lit. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed,
1: and I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff.
1: Each week, we talk about things like cryptozoology.
0: I almost said urban legends. <laughs> you uh, almost
1: said a real one.
0: Yeah, uh, I got distracted. Uh-oh. Uh, okay, say crypto. Say, okay,
1: cryptozoology. Ready?
0: Canker sores.
1: Urban legends.
0: Uh, when you bite your tongue
1: true crime
0: one of your teeth falls out
1: anything spooky related
0: and that's true and also something spooky is that far away across a big hill a bunch of dogs started barking and we don't know why because it's dark outside and that's scary
1: and we heard a scratch noise on the side of our house so i think a bigfoot might be trying to get in
0: yeah you're probably right
1: or get out that's the scarier part (laughs)
0: yeah or leave our house in the
1: house
0: (laughs) So I just edited out about five minutes of our show because a bunch of dogs went crazy outside and then Molly got very excited. But hey, listen to this. Each week since before every dog on earth seemingly started barking before we recorded tonight's show.
1: Well, because I told you there's a Bigfoot out there.
0: I know. And then now, but it's cursed. It's been very quiet all day. We are just then...
1: talking about a Bigfoot being in the house or yeah. outside of our house And all the dogs started barking.
0: Yeah, literally right now. Yeah. But hey, that's okay, we sat here. But hey, listen, <laughs> each week since, be- since before every dog on earth started barking, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately. Lindsay will go to a cat cafe, and I will go to a ferret cafe. And then we come back inside of our house, and we research and we talk about what we've researched for the very first time with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to ferrets.
1: you're really mad at dogs right
0: now they were quiet all day
1: but they're so cute they
0: are cute i know i guess i'm just sad
1: i'll dedicate my half of the show to rats because like why not right
0: yeah why not rats are usually pretty quiet uh one of them likes pizza and they are pretty cute i think
1: they're cute yeah a lot of people don't think they're cute I think they're kind of cute.
0: I think they're cute. I think they get a bad rap because, or a bad rat, (laughs) uh, (laughs) because they are associated with, you know, filth and dirt and New York City, like not just New York City in general, but like the like dirty subway rats and stuff. But I think for the most part, they're just kind of dirty by association because they're just hanging out with all the trash and all the old pizza slices. But like if you were to see a bunch of rats on an island, maybe be like, oh, look at these like vacation rats.
1: Rats are like kind of the similar like rats are basically the Yeezy style. Pardon me. Like Yeezy.
0: <laughs> like okay, please like Kanye unpack. West
1: style. Like his clothing line is just like brown and there's nothing great about it, and it looks kind of like homeless looking. Like yeah. rats are the Yeezys.
0: But it looks very blasé, very run of the mill, very dull. Yeah. But there's something about it that you're like... But
1: you know hmm. if you put that outfit on, it would probably be cozy.
0: So what's the equivalent of putting on an outfit designed by Kanye West with the rats? If you just pet one?
1: If you just are one.
0: Oh, if you are a rat?
1: Anyways, what did we talk about last week?
0: You talked about a bunch of haunted objects yeah, that we might not know about, including one of those like... Um, like a railway spike or something that they that.
1: Oh, yeah. Dana and Greg Newkirk.
0: They found it in a mine or something. The
1: creators of Hellier, which is a good documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they, f- they found it in a mine or something, or they inherited it and their shadows and stuff around it. Um, you talked about the, what was the Nightcrawler?
0: The Fresno Nightcrawler. Yeah. That's right. You Which
1: know, is a weird thing, but the stuffed animals of it are cute.
0: They're very cute. And I guess, I didn't know this, but and maybe this just shows how out of touch we are, or mm-hmm. I am specifically. I don't know. I feel like you're a little bit more in touch than I am. But a lot of people sent us some messages about the Fresno Nightcrawler, and I guess it's a pretty popular little dude.
1: Well, I've heard of it before. I just didn't know it was like such a big thing.
0: Me either. That's what I'm saying. Like, I guess a lot of people like this little this little critter. And... They must,
1: because they make adorable little stuffed animals of him. Yeah, I guess Her, that's true. It,
0: it, yeah, it, little creepy crawly. Yeah. I want to see one. Imagine looking outside right now and seeing a sort of bioluminescent. Well, you know what I was gonna say. Imagine <laughs> seeing one, but I wouldn't be surprised because. That would literally be the only logical reason as to why every dog on earth started barking right now, is if a Fresno nightcrawler was walking around.
1: Yeah. Or a haunted object was floating around.
0: Definitely not a raccoon. <laughs> definitely not a coyote. Nope. No, that's illogical. It that's has ridiculous. To be. Yeah. You know what I'll say? It's ridiculous. It's preposterous. It's.
1: Those things don't live in the woods.
0: No. A lot of people think raccoons live in the woods, but they don't. You know where they live?
1: On campuses.
0: Yep. On college campuses. <laughs> in dumpsters.
1: Because that's where I would live if I was a raccoon.
0: Mm-hmm. Outside of a Burger King.
1: Outside of a um one of those outdoor malls.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Go to J. Crew, get a little sandwich afterwards. Yep,
0: go to Annie Ann's, get a bunch of old pretzels. <laughs> uh you know, that is funny because living in the woods, we have not seen a raccoon.
1: No, we haven't. We've seen possums, tons of birds. We've seen coyotes. Uh Uh-huh. No raccoons.
0: No raccoons.
1: That's because they're uptown. They're in town getting garbage.
0: Hey, speaking of animals, I don't know if you and I told the story that on New Year's Eve there was a flying squirrel in our house.
1: Oh, I don't know if we did tell that. But yeah, we chased a flying squirrel around our house because Molly chased it into the stove.
0: Yeah. So we had a flying squirrel that was living, at least for the night, New Year's Eve inside our stove (laughs) and we had to catch it And uh, Molly hated it. Very much. But guess what? Super cute.
1: It was super cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was scared beyond belief.
0: It was. It was
1: very terrified. (laughs) We tried to feed it peanut butter.
0: It didn't want it peanut butter. No. Well, it it, It it smelled it. Yeah. I was trying to lure it out of the stove by dipping a chopstick in peanut butter and then (laughs) holding it at the outside. Like maybe it would go, oh, peanut butter. And it would crawl all the way out just to eat it. And then I could just, like, lure it outside. No. But I think that that might show how much experience we have catching live animals. If you yeah. just put peanut butter on a chopstick, then, oh, this this will do it for sure. Poor thing. But we caught it with one of Molly's stuffed animals, a stuffed llama, and then we took it outside and let it go. And that's it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I am first this week.
0: You are first this week. Yes, you are.
1: Well, this week I have, of course, I have a bunch of weird little stories because that's my... Favorite thing, you know? Yeah,
0: I think it weird, is your favorite thing.
1: Weird little stories. Um,
0: You know what's funny? What? Is that the tables have turned because when we first started doing this show, yeah, when we were probably way too far away from one single microphone in the center of a very large room, which makes no sense at all, uh, I would bring in a lot of little lists of stuff. Right. And now I feel like you're bringing in more lists, like a variety of topics And then I'm bringing in like one or two little topics. It's just funny how we've sort of like fallen into our own little patterns with the show. Yeah. That's it. It's just, you know, it's just nice to think about.
1: (laughs) Well, are you ready for the first weird story that I have?
0: Yep. Better be weird.
1: It is weird.
0: Okay. Prove it.
1: Super weird. Okay. So my first one I have, it was from 1876. You remember beautiful 1876.
0: And that's what I said about that year the whole time. I was like, does anyone realize how beautiful it is this year?
1: Well, it was a beautiful spring day in Kentucky in 1876, and it turned into a nightmare As residents uh, reported, there was a downpour of meat.
0: Okay, can you say the last part?
1: (laughs) There was a downpour of meat.
0: M-E-A-T.
1: Yeah. Okay. Five to ten inch centimeter pieces of what looked like meat started raining down from the sky and left people in their townships
0: very speechless. How big were they? Five to ten centimeters. Five to ten centimeter pieces of meat. Right. I mean, I guess really any size is a large piece of meat if it's falling from the sky all of a sudden. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, enough that you're like, oh, it's raining meat. It's raining meat.
0: (laughs) Hallelujah, I'm eating meat.
1: Well, I mean, in 1876, that was... Like I don't think that would have been a nightmare. Like you would have been scared at first, but then you would have been like, "We got meat, friends." Like <laughs> Okay. We
0: got you, parties. You and I, you and I might have experienced 1876 way differently <laughs> because okay, so say say it's 1876. Yeah. We're we're happily married, and you and like you and I both walk outside because we're gonna go for a jaunt. I'm not right. sure the speed of a jaunt, but let's just let's just say we were gonna go gallivanting. Yeah, we walk outside. It's raining meat, and you mm-hmm. go, "Ha, huh, we got meat now." I think you saying that. My immediate reaction would have been like, "Oh, well, we're all dying." Uh, for sure, <laughs> and uh, the skies have opened, and heck is spilling onto Earth because it's raining raw meat.
1: Well, that's what pretty much the whole town thought, but <laughs> there were two brave men that decided, you know what, I need to pick these up, and I need to eat this, and I have to see if it's really meat. So that <sighs> they did, and they found out that it belonged to lamb or deer. I guess lamb and deer have a similar taste, probably. Okay. Yeah, sure. Still don't know why, though. Don't know why it rained meat that day.
0: Nobody knows why it rained lamb no. or deer.
1: Um, nowadays, people kind of looking at this case, they think that maybe there was like a theory of like bigger birds or something that maybe had eaten something, like eaten a deer.
0: And then they just barfed it. Over. And
1: then they barfed it over the town. <laughs> but like. What? What? So wait. But like nobody reported in 1876. I mean, they wrote this story down. Like yeah. they reported the story, but like nobody reported seeing a bunch of birds.
0: Yeah. Or hearing a bunch of faraway barf noises from birds. Because
1: like if a a flock of birds fly over you. Okay. And you get hit with a bunch of stuff, you're going to be like, oh, those birds just pooped on me.
0: Yeah. Those birds number three.
1: So like if they just saw raining meat. <laughs> then yeah. like yeah. Yeah. then what no
0: okay two questions still though
1: i'd be like hey bud got me
0: me time me i picture this is this is what i picture Lindsay doing putting what? her arms outstretched with her palms facing upwards and just mm-hmm. kind of like shaking her head like meat time
1: like that a, i don't know emoji like oopsie
0: yeah kind of like oopsie but <laughs> instead of your elbows bent they're straight out yeah, ninety degrees from your sides, and then you're just moving your head back and forth, and you're saying "meat day" or something like meat that. Meat day. I, I I have I have two questions for you. Yeah. First question is: What do you think if it weren't birds? Why do you think meat was falling from the sky?
1: I think that <laughs> there was a butcher in town, and cool. he wasn't. He was very new. Yeah. And he didn't know a lot of people, and he's like. I'm not really a butcher but I'm going to pretend I am cuz I want this community to like accept me. Okay. So he's chopping up a deer and he doesn't know how to do it properly. But he's just going to town just hacking this deer apart. Uh-huh. And then his table cuz he built his own table and he's not good at that. He's not good at carpentry either. And he like le- leans on the table like the comic like basically when you lean on the, like a table or a bench and it flips. Yeah. And then all the meat shot up in the air but turns out it was a really really long table so it shot really high in the air and then it rained on the town and he didn't want to admit that he had messed up or like ruined their deer that they were all going to eat for like thanksgiving dinner (laughs) okay so he's like i don't know what happened my meat all disappeared and then it rained
0: meat like you you picture him walking out of his butcher shop when everyone's in the town going like it's raining meat and he's like huh yeah it's so weird huh weird
1: and you know what he was probably one of the men that was like i'm gonna try it that's why he wasn't afraid to try it because he's like i know it's deer and then he's like i think it's lamb or deer i'm gonna say it's lamb because that's a better quality meat so i think we could just eat it you know
0: OK, that okay. Was,
1: that's my theory.
0: I like your theory. Now, okay. a very quick point before my second question. You called the men brave who ate the meat a while ago. And I'm going to say because well,
1: it fell from the sky.
0: Well, I was going to say that I think you're using the term brave a little loosely, okay. maybe careless, because okay. if, if I went outside and a piece of meat fell from the sky, my first singling wouldn't be hmm, got to try it. Now, my second question is, do you think this is people from 1876 trolling us in the future?
1: Maybe. Maybe. we're just like, it rained meat one day.
0: I really want to believe that this is a true story. And it makes me very, you know, I'd forgotten about the dogs barking. This makes me very happy. (laughs) And you've turned it around for me.
1: Okay, my next story. Um, It says, if you ever get a chance to visit Mexico, ask the locals about the Tao. They definitely will tell you about the hum. Apparently, the Tao is a small town located in New Mexico where there is a constant, bothersome humming sound. That has baffled science for years.
0: In New Mexico? Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay.
1: So the creepy unsolved mystery is something that no one can explain, scientists can't explain. Audio detection devices fail to pick it up, but if you're physically there, you can hear it.
0: And what's the town
1: called? Tao, T-A-O. Tao. Tao.
0: Tao, New Mexico.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Huh. Huh. Okay, that's very strange.
1: Yeah, so it's just a weird hum that nobody can explain.
0: You hear it or feel it all over that town. I guess so. I wonder so maybe maybe Dork time, I wonder what frequency it's humming at uh, and then if you can match the pitch or something and then then maybe... it unlocks
1: a key to like a cave.
0: Mm-hmm. you and know then what then starts like happening?
1: The whole beginning of Aladdin.
0: Well, that's much better than mine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say it starts raining meat, but I like yours way better.
1: Well, speaking of a weird hum, um, the okay. <laughs> b- <laughs> there is also the Brown Mountain in North Carolina. That has gotten a haunting reputation for appearances of ghost lights that can be seen from the Blue Ridge Parkway. The glowing lights were captured by many digital recorders, but nobody seems to be able to figure out what the source of these lights are coming
0: from. Okay, that's interesting and cool.
1: Yeah, so I guess they just, I don't know, flash if you look at like a certain part of the Blue Ridge Parkway in North Carolina.
0: From the Brown Mountain
1: from the brown mountain in north carolina
0: i wonder if the brown mountain has like a faint odor too you know
1: <laughs> i guess so
0: because it's a it's a what was it was like a number 2 joke that i was trying to make well okay. uh, aside from the number 2 joke that's so i'm assuming you see these lights probably at night
1: yeah that's cool. See now I just want to go and check it out. Now I want to go hear all these hums and lights, and it's like going to a concert. Yeah, just a very a scary kind of, one,
0: but a very weird and kind of minimalistic concert where there's this <laughs> blinking lights and a low humming that you really can't hear, but you can feel.
1: Well, you ready for my next scary story? I mean, yeah. Okay, so this one I had to look up a little bit because I'm into history stuff, and I needed to know exactly where this was. But okay, it basically is a place in Vietnam on the Vietnam Hill, which is also called Hamburger Hill, which was the war spot of the Vietnam War against the U.S. And they called it Hamburger Hill because they basically, so many people died, they called it the meat grinder.
0: Oh, gross.
1: So it's called Hamburger Hill. This is a really scary, creepy hill in Vietnam. So on August 20th, 1966, a little boy was playing out in the woods and tripped over two dead bodies while flying a kite on the Vietnam Hill.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: He reported that to the police and they arrived on the the spot and they couldn't believe what they saw. So they saw two male bodies and they were wearing the same suit and raincoats were laid next to each of their bodies perfectly. And both of them had lead masks on their eyes. There were no signs of trauma. There were no signs of poison. Like in their autopsies, there was no signs of anything. It literally looked like they had just laid down and died.
0: But they were wearing identical outfits.
1: They had identical, identical suits on with raincoats next to their bodies and they had lead masks on their eyes.
0: Whoa, huh?
1: So people also reported in that spot, if you go there, you would see shadows and everything. People reported haunted because it was a really brutal war spot. But people also report seeing a lot of alien activity there.
0: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Which is weird because it's Vietnam. You don't hear a lot about of alien activity over in Vietnam.
0: No, I mean, I guess you really. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there is a lot over there, but all the stuff that we hear about, I think, is just more specifically in the states. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a really, really weird story.
0: I, I feel like if there are places on Earth that might arguably be a little bit too haunted, mm-hmm. it might be. I think I'm saying it right, Poveglia Island that we had talked about in Italy. Yeah. Where there was like, what is it, ten thousand? I, I might be, I might be wrong. I probably am wrong. But that place is probably too haunted. And then I would say that Hamburger Hill in Vietnam is also probably a little bit too haunted. Well,
1: the fact that it's called Hamburger Hill because it's AK the meat grinder, meaning that so many people lost their lives there. Yeah, I'm going to guess that it was pretty it's pretty haunted,
0: man. I mean, like, I I feel like now you're you're bringing up all these cool landmarks that I feel like I kind of want to go check out because how great would it be to go to Vietnam just in general and just eat? every food they and have and then
1: talk about spooky stuff
0: and then when we get to, back yes <laughs> and then be like well we didn't really make it over to hamburger hill but i tell you what we had a lot of fun we had
1: a nice vacation and it was
0: a great vacation we ate plenty of food and we learned a lot <laughs> uh didn't get again did not get a chance to go to do to, to go do the haunted stuff
1: but i'm sure it was really scary
0: yeah ooh, just thinking about it anyways
1: well, speaking of weird places where there's weird sounds again, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this this I don't have too much information about. It kind of led me into a rabbit hole. So maybe we need to cover this more because I didn't even know about any of this. So it's the Hoof Beats of the Fourth Horseman. So the four horsemen was uh, in the New Testament and basically there were four different color horses. Each one of them brought something to the table, usually not necessarily great. There's All these conspiracy theories with it, though, like they said that Charles Manson said that the Beatles were the four horsemen and like one of the horses is white. And that's why like in what the White Album. Yeah. You have I don't I forget which one is on all white. Paul, maybe Paul's in all white. I forget. Oh, my God. I'm sure Eli Rexford Chambers is going to be screaming into the microphone right now. Which one it is. You guys are so dumb.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But. Oh, so the. The the Four Horsemen was maybe a premonition about the Four Horsemen that were going to appear or something? Yeah,
1: it's all the, like I said, it's this crazy rabbit hole that we just don't have time for. But I think we really should deep, like deep dive into it. Yeah, do it. Because it's crazy. But the little bit of fact that I know is, I mean, that's a little of the backstory. But in April, somebody actually got video footage, which you can look up. Maybe we should post it. And people like all over from 2012 until now have been hearing strange sounds coming from the sky. Like, this is all over the world. Okay. People are reporting this. Some say that it sounds like trumpets. Some say that it sounds like hooves. So this is weird. A lot of people are like, maybe it's a war thing, but a lot of people relate it to the four horsemen. And they think that they're coming back for the apocalypse. Okay. so somebody actually it's usually when they try to record it on audio on your phone and stuff, you don't get it. It's just another thing that you have to be there in person to hear Mm -hmm. and like be there at the right time in the right place. But someone actually got actual footage of it and it does. It sounds like a weird humming and Snopes actually confirms that these sounds are being reported and are actually being heard.
0: Okay, so it's legit stuff
1: it's legit noise that nobody can explain just kind of similar to the hum in new mexico in tau so people are kind of relating those two they're like is there something in tau that maybe is related to these sounds as well like why are we hearing these sounds the only explanation that scientists are kind of throwing in there is saying that they think it's the sound of like asteroids or something whizzing by the earth Mm. but I mean I just I feel like that's kind of weird all over the earth in different places and different times people are reporting the same noise
0: yeah that is kind of weird huh
1: like I don't go outside and I'm like that's a weird humming noise it's probably an asteroid zooming by the earth
0: I guess it's it's like honestly there there are certain parts of like the large blanket term of something being supernatural, not necessarily paranormal or whatever, but maybe just something that's a little bit difficult to explain, I guess, mm-hmm. where there there are certain things that I've let my guard down a lot more and have become less skeptical because I want it to be true because it's really fun to believe in it. Yeah. But there's also certain things that my uh, skepticism is sort of like heightened a little bit. And I want to figure out exactly why it's happening or what, like, I feel like there has to be some sort of logical explanation for certain things. And why
1: they're hearing this.
0: Exactly. Which is funny because before the show, I'd go, oh, it's absolutely supernatural. It's absolutely extraterrestrial or something. But I feel like knowing exactly why it's happening might be like scarier or more legit than... Well, right. Else. I mean,
1: either way is going to be kind of scary. But even if scientists are saying that they think this is asteroids, the sound of asteroids zooming by the Earth, it still fits this apocalyptic like idea. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. it's, you know, they claim that it's the fourth horseman coming to end mankind, I guess. So I don't know. There's like, like I said, it's kind of a cool topic to look up because I didn't know about the four horsemen at all. And I just think it's crazy of all the conspiracies. I mean, people that believe in the apocalypse and all this stuff. I mean, they all have their conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Charlie Manson, just the biggest one throwing a name out there. He totally believed in this. Oh, and yeah. he was a musician and he... He idled the Beatles mm-hmm. and he really thought that they were going, they were like a sign to him to end mankind.
0: Yeah, that's a lot to deal with.
1: So this Four Horsemen thing is pretty crazy. I mean, it's a pretty crazy theory that people believe in and really, really, really believe in.
0: Yeah. Not only do they believe in it, but they believe, believe in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: But it's crazy because from 2012 until now, people have been hearing it like crazy.
0: See, I think it's so neat. There, there's that's one of the reasons, again, why I love this show is because there's always so much to talk about.
1: Because there's always scary stuff happening.
0: There's always scary stuff happening, and we never know what it is.
1: Like the lighting in our room right now.
0: Like the lighting in our room. Also something in our room when you were talking. I don't know if our mics picked it up, but over to my left, to Lindsay's right, in a closet, I thought I heard a very small fart sound, and I looked Mm. over to see if our dog was there who just farted, but there's nothing there. But I did hear a very small fart sound. I'm sure it was nothing but <laughs> another super, no- another unexplained noise.
1: There might have been a fart house. sound in uh-huh. our closet.
0: A very tiny fart.
1: Well, that's pretty much all I have. Sorry, it was kind of a clutter. I found all my topics at the gym. But I thought <laughs> uh-huh. that the Four Horsemen one was like, I got just sucked into a hole. And I was like, this topic, I want to talk about it. But it's just too big. It's just too much. So there's a little little taste of it.
0: Well, I think, ooh, what a nice taste. And then sooner or later, I think, I know I would love to hear about it. Bring in a bunch more. I want to hear about it. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun.
1: I had one more story. Um, I guess I could just say it super quick.
0: Yeah, go ahead. We have time.
1: But I just thought it was kind of funny. I mean, it's not really funny, but I, yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> so um on october 30th this past year not 2019 a skeleton was discovered more than six feet beneath a basement of a house in lake grove on long island new york um the home homeowner michael carroll believes that the bones which show blunt force trauma to the skull belonged to his father what George, who was in his 70s when he disappeared in 1960s, the exact date of George's disappearance isn't known, but this ended a mystery because they found him in the basement. Um, It only adds to the mystery, though, because when George went missing, George's wife Dorothy never reported her husband missing and led her child to believe that George had just abandoned the family. So I think George's wife killed him. Buried him in the basement. Yeah. And got away with it. Well. And that's why you never underestimate a woman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was also just going to say, oops-a-daisy.
1: <laughs> but imagine like you found a body in your home that's already traumatizing. Then you find out it's your father who you thought ran away. Yeah. Creepy. Uh, Yeah. And then you find out that, oh, my grandma or my my mom yeah. probably killed my dad yeah and i'm living in the house
0: therein lies the oopsie daisy
1: yeah whoops whoopsie he was not one of the four horsemen
0: no maybe this dude's mom was well, that's it
1: that's all i got huh okay. that didn't match my other stories but you know i just thought i'd throw it in there
0: well it's a cornucopia of findings sure. and it's a cornucopia of creepy
1: it's by jim research
0: yeah not jim no. G-Y-M. Here's my gym research, G-Y-M. Uh, there's a lot of TVs there, and it's all a bunch of commercials, regardless of if, even if it's a TV show. And everyone's trying to sell us something all the time. Yep. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Do uh, you want to go to Haunted Housekeeping? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, we're going to go to Haunted Housekeeping, where there are no dogs barking in there, and it's very safe for everybody. And we will see you all there in three. Two. Roof. One. Do you have any questions that you've been bottling up about your neighbor who you think might actually be a succubus, but who might actually be a ghost posing as a succubus? Well, you're in luck because you can call our not-so-brand-new, but-still-new-and-shiny, state-of-the-art, aerodynamic, spooky spouses hotline and ask us any question that you want.
1: We will hear your question, we will try to answer your question, We sometimes we help.
0: And sometimes we don't help, but that's okay. So, do you have any questions about if your plants can actually hear you talk about your murder plans coming up?
1: If your cat has another family that he's been secretly hiding from you?
0: If you think one of your legs might actually be somebody else's leg?
1: If there is a monster actually under your bed and your mom is wrong?
0: Or if you think you can get Bigfoot on speakerphone and maybe let us talk to the Bigfoot that lives behind your house? Call our hotline whenever you. You want. The phone number is 803-816-2667. And if you're looking at your phone when you type the number out, which most people do.
1: And you feel like, hmm, that number isn't spooky enough.
0: 2667 spells booze. There you go. Which that is eh, 5% scary. So again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Call anytime you want. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll answer your questions on our show.
1: We are also part of the scavengers networkparty.com <laughs> You can find us at scavengersnetwork.com, us, and a bunch of other podcasts. If you would like to support us or any of the other shows on the network, you can donate one to $500 million and get extra bonus content. What we, We've we done swell spells. We've done collabs with other people. It's really fun.
0: Yeah. If you go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a patron and help us keep the lights on or help us keep the lights. flickering because it's haunted (laughs) and that's just a small joke you can. You can get access to like Lindsay was saying, we've done some spells, some collaborations there's some Myth Takes bonus content there's some WIDK bonus content and there's a lot more bonus content coming up and we're very excited about it So again, patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a donor if you like our show and you want us to keep making the show. Or if you just want to check out all the other shows in the network maybe dipping your toes in the scavengers Network or the Patreon pool, go to scavengersnetwork.com, do some browsing, some poking and some prodding, and then just take a gander.
1: We also have a merch store where you can get some crazy, spooky, fun great merchandise there.
0: Maybe 2020 is the year you want to start using a coffee mug. Maybe 2020 is the year you want to use, you want to start using a mouse pad and just cut the crap.
1: Maybe you don't have any clean shirts and you're like, you know what, I think I'll just order a spooky spouse's shirt and then I'll be good.
0: You can do that. I mean, you can literally buy Whatever you want. You're an adult. It's your money. And if you would like to keep up to date with our show, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at spooky underscore spouses. Or you can send us an email at spookyspousescast at gmail.com.
1: Show us some love. Follow along. Write us something. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And if you'd like to, you can rate and review the show whenever you'd like, if you'd like. Or just help us spread the word about our show by telling a buddy of yours.
1: Or telling an enemy. We don't care. We'd also like to give a shout out to Eli Chambers. He is on Twitter at Eli who does music and he has written the theme song that you hear at the beginning and the middle and the end. Say maybe you just want a theme song for making coffee in the morning. He can do that for you.
0: Say you're starting a podcast about how you think your dog has been scheming to eat your body the second you fall asleep. Eli can make you some theme music specifically for your brand new podcast you're going to start.
1: Maybe you're like, hey Eli, I woke up this morning and I'm crabby and I want a song That makes me even crabbier
0: yeah he can do that too he's a little bit of a warlock when it comes to tunes and sounds and sonic waves
1: that's because he has flute arms and i think he has trumpet thighs
0: he does have trumpet thighs (laughs) so follow eli at eli who does music and have him write you some tunes he's good at it
2: podcube podcasts from the past delivered to the future with Podcube's pseudo linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy or a shorts guy? You can discover with Podcube. Podcube's patented time agnostic articulated Newton mechanics allow for high definition streaming of 8 petabyte per second audio from any time or place in space or time or place. Our Galileo pod delivery system is unencumbered intrusive and designed to blend in no matter when or where it goes to deliver your podcube listen for yourself to the flagship podcube podcast alabaster's haberdashery recorded on location in 1880 the finest bespoke headwear highest quality garments and most humble haberdashery in the heart of beautiful prumpleshire uk search podcube all one word in your podcast app or visit powered by podcube the future
0: is yesterday Welcome back, every single person who's listening right now, and welcome back to you, especially dr- Drabs. Drabs me?
1: Dirandy.
0: Dirandy. <laughs> Di- <laughs> That's a great name. Randy. Welcome back, all of our Dramsbys and all of our Dirambys. How are you?
1: Dirandy. Hey,
0: Dirandy. What did I say?
1: Diramsby. Oh, oops. That's the last name.
0: <laughs> Dirandy Diramsby. That's a really good name, huh? That's a hard one. So, speaking of being jovial and laughing about stuff, mm-hmm. or at least me laughing about stuff, before we recorded the show last week, because we have such slow internet at our house, I was trying to download a new soundboard for the show. Uh huh. And I had to wait until we were in town, and then I downloaded it with standard service. So, I have a new soundboard for the show. You ready? Yes. Wow. That's a guy saying wow.
1: Oh.
0: Um, here's another one.
1: Is that the saxophone
0: guy? Yeah. It just says uh, epic sax and then it dances like this. It, the, 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 the screen moves back and forth. Okay. It's, it's just called meme soundboard and I thought it would be... Oh! And I thought... That <laughs> scared me. And I thought it would be funny. Um, it's not that funny, but I think it was, you know, maybe just a little taste of t- taste of what's new in 2020. OK. And maybe this will help bring everybody back uh, just to make everyone feel safe. They well. OK, maybe that'll be fine. Yeah,
1: I feel completely back at home now.
0: Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the new soundboard, you know, not trying to shake things up too much, but I was like, it's 2020 and that soundboard literally has, uh, I think, 200 different sounds on it. OK, so it's overwhelming. That's that's it.
1: <laughs> I heard you playing with it on the couch
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and giggling to yourself. Yep. And then I would ask you what you were doing and you'd say nothing.
0: Yeah, I wasn't but doing anything. But it was like,
1: I knew what you were doing.
0: Yeah, I was playing with the new soundboard. <laughs> well, Lindsay, I have some breaking booze. Okay. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. There was a new sighting of a cryptid or an animal that we were talking about recently that popped up a little bit, then went away, and now we got a new sighting. Do you know what it is? Um, you're gonna get it in one.
1: Um, pterodactyl.
0: Yes, you got it. And you know what? I did? Hold on, wait, hold on. Now I think I have a use for the soundboard. Nope, that's the wrong one. Say, um, say, say uh, pterodactyl.
1: Pterodactyl.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would said bruh. <laughs> oh boy
1: i really got it right
0: yeah you really got it right
1: wow wait say
0: pterodactyl one more time
1: pterodactyl I be flossing. that
0: was good yeah that was really okay. good lens thank you that's a uh, uh, that's like a uh, ding 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 you won mm. from the meme soundboard and the icon is a taco with sunglasses yes there was a new pterodactyl sighting in florida which i feel oh. like is fitting it's warm there it's but swampy Florida
1: has all those big Birds.
0: Yeah, and another big bird, pterodactyl.
1: I mean, what's that big bird that you've been watching at night?
0: Oh, yeah, okay. What's his name? We don't have to share everything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What are those videos you watch at night?
0: (laughs) Okay, so... We're,
1: what's his name
0: it's a shoebill crane
1: yeah what's his name
0: oh futaba
1: futaba
0: yeah he's from japan he's cute it's a shoebill i think it's a shoebill crane right shoebill yeah
1: but he's a huge buddy
0: and they shoebill cranes uh, i didn't know this when they like someone they bow which is very polite it's cute and then they clatter their gigantic beak
1: yeah, that's a little creepy.
0: It is, but I used to be really scared of them, and now I like them because they have really long like legs. It's kind of like when it
1: chatters, it reminds me. Isn't the predator the one that clicks?
0: Yeah. Doesn't he like,
1: make clicky noises? Yeah. Oh, it's creepy. But he's really cool.
0: Yeah. What's so, his name, Fugazi? <laughs> yeah, it's Fugazi, the punk band from the what 90s. Is- <laughs> Is it? Uh, Futaba. Futaba.
1: Futaba. Check Futaba. out Futaba. He's cute. He
0: is cute, and he lo- and he loves his keeper. His keeper comes out, and he bows. Now you know what we
1: do at night.
0: Well, you say, you know what? Okay, let's just be full transparent. <laughs> we lay in bed and we don't have TV in our room because, again, we have, uh, our internet's just really slow. We don't have cable, whatever, whatever. So we lay in bed and go on rabbit holes of videos to watch. And one of them happens to be Futaba. And it's a shoebill crane.
1: <laughs> okay, continue with your Florida story.
0: Well, I want to continue with this story is one one series of videos I've been watching as of two nights ago when I was in bed. Uh, in a hotel room is Korean cooking videos, and they're awesome.
1: I Yeah, I don't like those ones as much.
0: You just like Futaba? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back to the pterodactyl sighting. Ready? Yes. In Florida. This is from, of course, cryptozoologynews.com. A woman in Florida says she and her family saw a big-sized bird she believed to be a pterosaur. A mm. pterosaur is the family of pterodactyls, and I have a little bit of info on those in a minute. Okay. The 42-year-old woman, a registered nurse who provided a full name and contact info, but wants to be anonymous, of course, I would too, says she and her family were in their backyard in, I think it's Apopka, A-P-O-P-K-A, when the unidentified creature showed up earlier this month. Quote, "'My mom and my aunt saw it standing on the ground,' she told Cryptozoology News. It noticed them, and then it went hiding in the shadows.'" Okay.
1: I just imagine this big pterodactyl bird standing there staring at them. And as soon as they make eye contact, he does the typical thing when, like, someone makes eye contact with you and you look away, like you weren't staring at them. And then he's yeah. like, scoots over sideways behind a tree that he, like, is not quite covered by.
0: Yeah. I really like that visual a lot.
1: Like, we can still see you, bud.
0: Hey, we see you and we know you were looking at us.
1: We know you were staring at us. We see you.
0: Well, it's okay. One of my favorite things on earth is that same thing that you mentioned, but when it's people, mm-hmm. when 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 you catch someone staring at you or whatever and they do that they like they they quickly look away but then they squint their eyes like they were looking at really like looking really hard at something that was like right behind <laughs> you like huh i don't
1: i've done it before
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep or uh the 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 one i do sometimes if someone catches me staring at him and i feel like the world's biggest creep because maybe i'm just zoning out i don't know or i'm mm-hmm. staring at something that's like i don't know something weird and they look i'll squint or i like look and like squint or like move my neck like i'll stretch in my neck for some reason it's just really embarrassing
1: I remember one time a guy caught me staring at him and I don't know why I was just gazing off and I was staring at him and I just committed to not making like not moving my head like I just kept staring at him yeah and then it got real awkward and then I got really red because I was like well now I'm committed so you just kept staring at him yeah until he finally walked away
0: so you won.
1: I won that staring contest, by the way. I was so embarrassed about what I was doing, but I couldn't stop it because I was just committed.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So I that's wonder,
1: my story. I
0: wonder if that dude tells that story. Probably
1: is. He's like, that girl Just I think she was alien.
0: There was this one time I'm pretty sure I saw an alien and she was <laughs> staring at me and then I caught her staring at me and then she continued to stare at me and her face got really red <laughs> and I think she was trying to download my brain. Off and, the cloud. I mean,
1: I'm very pale. So when my face gets red, it you, I'm very red. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I'm just a very awkward person.
0: That's okay. okay. I remember uh, I got so embarrassed one time that my face got so red that my nose started bleeding. I
1: remember you telling me that.
0: Yeah. That was a funny story.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> moving on with my story about, man. I, man, the, we're
1: weird. The last
0: half of the show has just kind of been about nothing, huh?
1: This has been an interesting show.
0: Yeah. It had. It's been an interesting day today. You know what? Let's just run with the interesting thing. Yeah. Woke up this morning, our water pipes were frozen. Yeah. And that I had to go out cuz we live in the woods. Cuz we live in the woods and it was, you know, surprisingly the very first time it's happened. I uh-huh. drove to the grocery store, got a bunch of water, in my pajamas already kind of embarrassing, mm-hmm. came back home, had to make some coffee. I was already just really mad that there was no coffee and no water for coffee. You were coffee. pretty
1: stressed out this morning. I
0: was. And then we saw left.
1: Solitaire dactyl.
0: Solitaire pterodactyl He
1: fixed our water.
0: You know, but we, our, our water is fixed. We both took very hot showers. It was great. Yes. But then we also used our fireplace for the first time.
1: Yeah. So we'd be burning that wood.
0: We'd be burning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we'd be burning that wood. Okay. Okay, pterodactyl. Uh, Notice them, and then it crawled back into the shadows. And it says here, oh, I just realized, just like Lindsay kind of did with that guy one time. <laughs> the eyewitness describes it as a big pterodactyl-looking creature. Okay. So you think you okay. saw a pterodactyl, right? Yeah. What did it look like? Hmm. Kind of like a pterodactyl thing.
1: But I don't even like that she said that because we don't even actually know what pterodactyls look like because just recently we found out that dinosaurs had feathers
0: i mean i guess we kind of know that they look a little bit like i don't know what big flyy things because of fossil records and stuff but like i guess so i think it's also just really easy to say pterodactyl when you see a big bird that's weird looking
1: instead of being like i think it was a crane actually
0: i I think it was just some big ugly homeless bird yeah yeah some excommunicated scaly bird Here is another quote. It had massive shoulders and protruding and protruding as it moved. So maybe its shoulders, if I'm reading it right, its shoulders just kind of like moved around when it moved, I guess, which seems fine.
1: Which seems normal because my shoulders move when I move.
0: My shoulders move when I move too.
1: Just like that. I move, I move. Just like that.
0: I fly real big. I'm a bird. (laughs) I'm a tarodacky. Tarodack. (laughs) <laughs> might, have been, might have been a tarot deck.
1: We're never gonna make it through the second half
0: Thunderbird, also known as Rock, R-O-C, is the Nomenclature used by Native Americans to refer To bird-like creatures With reptile feathers that are believed To be related to the extinct Pterosaurs Two species of vultures do inhabit the Sunshine State, Florida The turkey vulture and the black vulture Now, we do have some turkey vultures around here as well Yeah, they're, and they're pretty big they're they're pretty big and they're also horrendous. Yeah. I really don't like them. No. Okay. So I was like, I was all like, how big are pterodactyls? Is and what I was I like, I don't know. Can you like tell me? And then I was like, I wonder what a pterodact actually looked like. So I did some looking, I did some looking into pterosaurs and what they looked like and what, like there were big ones and little ones, right? Okay. The smallest pterosaur, I think I have, yeah. The smallest pterosaur was called... Oh, man. Nemecolopterus crypticus. And it was discovered in China. And guess how big its wingspan was?
1: Oh, it was probably huge.
0: No, it's the smallest one.
1: But it was still probably huge. Okay. Probably like the size of my car.
0: The smallest pterosaur. Yeah. Are you ready to... Have you ever thought dinosaurs were cute?
1: They're fine, I guess.
0: You might think this one's cute. It had a wingspan of 10 inches. Oh, it's a little bird. Just a little guy. Just a little flying little well, then buddy. Well, maybe it was just a little bird. It might have been a little bird. But just imagine
1: this thing screeching. That thing screeching. probably got crushed compared to all the other dinosaurs.
0: Oh, absolutely it did. Okay, so the standard pterodactyl, it's the one that everyone thinks of when they think of a pterosaur. The standard pterodactyl, it only had a wingspan of three and a half feet, which really isn't oh, wow. that big. No. It's about. I'm I'm kind of guesstimating three and a half feet with my very strong arms. It's about this big.
1: I feel like the big cranes, like where we grew up on the lake, even have a bigger wings- or wingspan than that.
0: Yeah, even like blue herons and stuff. Yeah, I blue bet herons. you they. I bet you they have a wingspan of about three, three and a half feet. Yeah. So when people keep saying, and this is like going back to all the stories that we read on the show or that I read on the show about pterodactyls. I was imagining a monster bird.
1: Right, but I think people are just seeing big bird. I always say they just are seeing big birds.
0: Just seeing a big bird. Now, there were very large pterosaurs, though. I'm not sure if this was the second biggest, but it's called the pteranodon. Mm-hmm. And this was had a wingspan of it's pretty big range. And he were from 9 to 20 feet.
1: Okay, that's a big boy.
0: That's a very big bird. Yeah. Now, the largest of the pterosaurs or one of the largest of the pterosaurs was the quetzalcoatl and that's a word that our friend dana and burger thief just likes to say for some reason because he thinks it's funny but he also <laughs> got fired from mcdonald's for stealing hamburgers but he's that the
1: hamburglar
0: he he is the hamburger. we i don't know if you've ever i guess
1: i've never put that together that he actually is the hamburglar. no
0: we we just kept calling him burger thief yeah he's the hamburglar. Yeah. Well, our friend Dana, the Hamburglar, loves saying Quetzalcoatl, but one of the largest pterosaurs is the Quetzalcoatl, and its wingspan was 36 feet.
1: Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's big.
0: It's Yeah, it's enormous. So when people say they saw a pterodactyl, I don't believe them. But I think that they are misusing the word pterodactyl. I think they mean, a, whatever the one I said, and then, or a quetzalcoatl or something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. If
0: it actually is one of those, then it's one of those. It's not a pterodactyl. Or it's not the little guy with a 10-inch wingspan.
1: Or it's a shoebill crane, or it's a blue herring. hmm Okay. Okay. All
0: right. Lens, we have a very interesting voicemail accompanied by a photo. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Here we go. Hi, spooky spouses.
3: This is Alden Turner's sister. I'm calling from uh, Manayunk suburb in Philly. And I have been seeing something really strange outside of our house. And I thought I'd call to see if you guys could help me figure it out. So where we live, we live on the corner of two streets. On one of the streets going uphill, I consistently have seen this strange black blob. I'm looking at it right now. Sometimes it moves, sometimes it doesn't. It's about three feet high, two feet wide. And one night when I was walking to my car, it was moving very rapidly. I couldn't tell, like, I knew it was moving because I could see a silhouette of it moving, but I was too scared to go see what it was. So I hopped into my car and walked walked to my car real quick. I want to go look at it one night, but I just haven't gotten the courage yet. Maybe I'll take Egan, but... I just really want to know if there's anything
1: like this and what I should do. Thanks so much. See you later. Bye. That's really creepy and vague.
0: That's really creepy and <laughs> vague, and which makes it creepier.
1: Well, okay. So I, my first thought is I wouldn't want to go see what it is either.
0: No. No way. No.
1: Well. How could.
0: Uh, I kind of would see it. I you
1: would go it. out there and I'd yell at you from the house and I'd be mad at you. But anyways, how. How. How could you get that thing to come into the light that you could see it and you could be safe somewhere, but you can get it to you?
0: Okay. I don't know. Uh blah okay, so Alden You
1: have a picture you said?
0: Yeah. I was trying to screenshot it and I just did. Uh really quick, Alden, thank you very much for calling. Yes. And we're very excited. Also, Alden and her husband Keegan just had, well, not just had, but they have a little beautiful little baby. Very cute they baby. Do. Very cute baby. And it's cute. Okay. Are so, you
1: sure it's not your baby and it got out? You know? And it when you go outside it's like, "My
0: mom." And oh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do a fun little game I made up called play pretend <laughs> where now I'm a baby. Okay, so Alden sent a photo and it's hard to see, but it's this thing in the bottom corner which looks like a shadow because mm-hmm. Alden was also saying that she wasn't sure if it was a silhouette or something. Mhm. So it's this thing here and I had asked her, like I said, is is it that thing in the bottom right corner and she said, "Yes. That's it." So it's this weird amorphous black shape that kind of looks transparent Mm -hmm. that moves around. That's weird. Now, I would imagine that uh, looking around for something, it might be creating a shadow or something else. Right. But... If it's amorphous and weird, and I mean, I would assume that if you see the thing, you turn around and go, it's not a shadow from this stupid thing up here, it's which I don't know. It's a what...
1: shadow from <laughs> the flagpole. or Yeah.
0: Oh, it's the shadow of a flag someone has of a black amorphous blob. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. It's weird.
1: That is really weird. And she sees it all the time.
0: Yeah, so I also want to know what all the time is. Maybe a couple days a week, maybe literally all the time.
1: Yeah, is it just at night or is it in the day too?
0: But very strange. So what What could this be? What do you think this could be?
1: Oh, man, I don't know. I mean, obvious answers, a ghost, a witch, a demon. Yeah. A Bigfoot playing shadow puppets.
0: Hey, I like that idea. That's a nice idea. Yeah. And it also sounds like a children's book. I like that. (laughs) That sounds good.
1: These are the shadow puppets I make. I'm Bigfoot. (laughs) Welcome to my world.
0: What if it is a ghost? I don't know if we've ever talked about this. What if it is a ghost of a cryptid? And that cryptid is some weird amorphous blob that people know around Philly. So like, say there is this weird, I don't know, called uh, Goopy. And it's this weird cryptid that lives in Philly (laughs) called Goopy, and Goopy Goopy, or one of the Goopy, one of the Goopies died, Uh and then Goopy had a ghost, and it's that ghost. It's a ghost of Goopy the cryptid. That's just maybe you know. Perhaps. Yeah. That's that's a perhaps.
1: If it like kind of like moves towards you a little bit, and it kind of moves rapidly, like that makes me think it wants to dance.
0: I was about to say that. Yeah. Maybe just looking to boogie down
1: just wants the boogie. Yeah. I'm the boogie ghost. Okay. I'm the boogie man. 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 Literally. <laughs> I don't know. That's a really weird thing. But I, okay. So this brings me back to my question. How could you lure it towards you and you're in a safe place so you can see what it is more but not necessarily have to go out into the street to see what it is? I like, have an idea. Okay. But
0: you might have to go out in the street a little bit.
1: No, the point is to not go out in the street.
0: Well, no, here's my idea. You would you would still be safe. Okay. Remember a long time ago. So, remember a, a I don't know, a couple of years ago where mm-hmm. they were doing a lot like a lot of the exact same thing on nature shows and stuff where they would get in those like attack cages for large animals. Like a shark cage? Kind of like a shark cage, but like not, or I guess like on land, like those really, really big plexiglass cubes. Oh,
1: that sounds terrible.
0: It sounds terrible.
1: Sounds like a terrible but, idea.
0: But you're at least safe from a tiger attack or a bear attack. Right. So maybe you're also saved from amorphous blob attack. Uh-huh. You could put maybe whatever food you think it likes out there. I don't know, Smarties or people. Just put you in there Mm -hmm. and then maybe it wanders towards you and maybe you can get some good video footage or just wait in your car and then just be in your car and then film it from your car. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But it's got to come close enough to you. I was thinking since it's a blob.
0: Have we ruled out Smarties? (laughs) No. Okay.
1: I was thinking maybe if you just put some paper towels down, (gasps) maybe it'll just soak it up. And then you could bring it inside the next morning and then see ring if, it out. Ring it out. It might live in your house now.
0: Or it just lives in the paper towels.
1: Yeah. Then and maybe it'll just like say on the paper towel, like this is a blob ghost. Is that a song? This is Goopy.
0: This is my Goopy buddy friend. Lives in a paper <laughs> it towel. It sings to you? Well, because you kind of sang and I don't know if you meant to. And I thought I was like, oh, we're going to play sing song time. And then I did it. And now I'm a little embarrassed, actually. (laughs) Like legitimately a little bit embarrassed. Um, well, cool. Oh. Thought we were doing a thing. I don't Not know. Even close. I guess just
1: try to keep getting pictures of that thing. I don't know if I would get close either because it's weird. Yeah, I don't. I, it's like a black I, mist.
0: I think I like to, you know, talk a big game. But if I were to see that thing in real life, there's no way I'd go to it. I got legitimately freaked out one morning out here because there was a cat. And it was nighttime and its eyeshine was shining at us, me and Molly. And I got legitimately scared. And now, I, I st- well, up until a little bit ago, I did not like the cat. So yeah. I would not go see the blob.
1: Now the cat's your best friend. So yeah. maybe <gasps> if you are scared of the blob and then you find out, oh, it's just a blo- it's just a demon blob, yeah. then you'll be friends. Yeah. Maybe try to pet it.
0: That's what I did with the cat.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that blob.
0: I don't know either. Alden... If you get a chance from somewhere safe, can you send us another photo? Can you send us some video of this thing moving yeah, around? Yeah, try to get a video. Yeah.
1: Maybe like send somebody else. Maybe send your baby out there. Babies yeah. are fearless. Yeah, babies just, are fearless. You know, there's the danger of having it crawl into the road. Yeah. Up to a demon blob. Yeah. But just strap a, a recorder on
0: it. Mm hmm. Let it do its thing. Well, and I'm pretty sure they still sell baby leashes.
1: Yeah, maybe get a really long one. Let the baby go out there. And just explore. <sighs> I have a feeling that people are going to be really sad that we suggested the baby go out. Well. So maybe not the baby.
0: Yeah. Get a dog.
1: Well, yeah, definitely not the baby because we've seen Ghostbusters.
0: And Poltergeist when it, t- when, when it. T- brings the girl in the tv or whatever doesn't it do that isn't that the thing i know she sits next to the tv caroline caroline is that her name
1: yeah Car- she just sees the stuff in the tv
0: oh i
1: like what but about- in ghostbusters they the guy wants to steal a little oscar
0: that's true yeah
1: so keep your baby away that was a bad idea forget about that
0: well and then also the movie baby's day out where the baby's mischievous and hurts the older men
1: oh my god that ba- that baby's day out stresses me out
0: yeah, me too. Because
1: that baby's like climbing scaffolding, and then Just like laughing. riding in a taxi, and la- having a great day.
0: Yeah, and I guess we know that babies are capable of hurting uh, adult men, so I don't think you want your baby to hurt the amorphous blob. No, either.
1: I well, don't know. hopefully something helps. Hopefully you figure out what that thing is.
0: I really like your uh, paper towel idea. I think that's good. Lay them all out there. See if it, bloop, sucks into the paper towels. Or when you see it, run out there uh, with a vacuum and suck it up in the vacuum. Keep it in there. You need a Ghostbuster trap. Well vacuums are ki- vacuums are crappy ghostbuster traps because you <laughs> suck it up but then you have to plug up all the exit points and then just let it hang out there in like the little i know it's not called a um what's it called a crevasse
1: what's a chamber that? i don't know yeah <laughs>
0: the, the let it hang out in the dust chamber okay and then send it send it to us no what yeah don't
1: don't send it to us send it just keep it yeah just keep it you know
0: keep outside
1: Keep outside. (laughs) Well,
0: Alden, maybe that helped 5%. Yeah. But you get what you pay for. But thank you for sending in the photo and for calling. And if you find or if if you take any more photos or video, let us know.
1: Yeah, we'll post that picture. We'll see what our listeners think about it because it is a weird photo.
0: It is a weird photo. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's it. Okay. Okay. We did it. Yeah, we did it. We, You know what? We made it to the end, and we did a good job, I think. <laughs> uh, this is a rough one. I don't know if it was rough. I just think it I was- I think we did not stay
1: on topic, this one.
0: It was a rambly one.
1: We're a little rambly. That's
0: okay. We had a weird day. <laughs> so this is a rambly one.
1: Well, we would like to thank <laughs> Eli Rexford Chambers for the music that you hear at the beginning, the middle, and the end. You can find Eli- Eli, who does music, he does do music and he does have flute arms.
0: Uh Uh-huh. He does. Yeah, they're a little upsetting, but they're, you know, they're nice.
1: (gasps) What if the sound of trumpets in the sky is just Eli walking in different places and people are hearing it all around the world?
0: Because you said he has trumpet thighs.
1: Because he has trumpet thighs.
0: Yeah. Eli,
1: just turn yourself in. We know it's you. Eli is the fourth
0: horseman. I think he's going to really like hearing that.
1: We'd also like to thank all of our (laughs) listeners. Without you guys, there is no us.
0: That's true. We probably don't say it enough because I think all of you deserve to hear it eh, maybe like 55 times a day. We're very thankful that you all listen and are hanging out with us. If you like the show... If you want to leave a review or rate the show, that's fine. I think we like just sharing the show with a friend or an enemy. I think that's great. So thank you. We appreciate you a lot. And we would also like to thank everybody over at the Scavengers Network. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com and check out all the other great shows on the network. You can check out the merch store. We have some cool new merchandise.
1: We have the Ready for Yeti collection. So.
0: We do. <laughs> it's wintertime.
1: It's wintertime and it's really good.
0: We have a molly blanket. We have a mug and a long sleeve and a short sleeve t-shirt. Go check them out. I think they're really nice. And if you'd like to, go to our show's fun new website, You can just go to SpookySpousesCast.com and check it out. And thank you very much to our friend Fishstick for helping us design the website. It's great. What else? You can find us online at Spooky underscore Spouses. You can send us an email at SpookySpousesCast at gmail.com.
1: You can even call our Spooky Hotline.
0: That's true. The phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. you have a
1: blob that you need getting rid of, but you know, maybe you would not rather get rid of it and just have crappy advice, we're here for you.
0: We sure are for all your crappy advice needs. I guess, yeah, that's a good plug. Until next Monday, I hope that you all have a blob-free week, unless it's nice.
1: I hope you have a not-raining-meat Monday.
0: Yeah, you know that's vital.
1: Well, today is Monday.
0: Oh, so it's Tuesday. I They're hope be today
1: draining. it did not rain meat for you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Uh, this is Beth.
3: Um, I'm calling from Georgia, and uh, my brother is uh, six foot five, and he's a will. Thank you. Big Will.
2: Big Will. Big Phil. Big Will.
4: Big Will. The Scavengers Network.
2: Creator driven,
1: community focused,
2: treasured content.
4: Hey Eli, do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character quests on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to SideCharacterQuest.com. Okay, but you promised not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh, no. <laughs>